0: Welcome to the Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast, Jacob Dalin, uh, your host. Today, uh, one of several hockey brothers in the Enroth family, Tom Enrot, uh, newly appointed or, or announced uh, director of scouting for Malmö Redhawks. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Jacob.
0: This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products or the US market. You can find us at skinlux.com. Well, let's let's start with uh because I've got I told you offline before we hit play here, I've got two things open here, and that's your your uh kind of your resume on LinkedIn, which is which is long uh and and impressive. And we got a couple of things I wanted to hit on. The other one is is your elite prospects. Um so a couple of things that I wanted to hit on. One is gonna be your of course, your background and these type of things as a hockey player, hockey coach, and now your role as a scout and 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 your experiences. Um, but also, what I wanted to talk about is uh, you have a university degree from the prestigious Dalarna University. Uh, yes. uh, since I'm from Dalarna, uh, which is the parish in the center of Sweden, everything revolves around Dalarna in the world. Yeah. But I think that that's a good topic, and then kind of your role as a as a scout, and 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 the the tough period from juniors to elite, um, and and the SHL, Allsvenskan hockeyet, So um, that's kind of what I want to want to hit on today. Um, let's start with with your background, because you're because uh, you're a Stockholm guy. Yeah,
1: I'm from Stockholm, born and raised in, in um, Stockholm, uh, in Huddinge, uh, in the south southern part of um, Stockholm. Uh, growing up in Huddinge, played hockey in uh, Huddinge hockey. Uh, myself and my two brothers, uh, we were always at the rink and uh, have a, our own practices, but uh, also... Looked at other practices and games that uh, was going on dur- during the days and weekends in uh, Birkenesalen. So uh, uh, our whole um, childhood was um, it was very very much a hockey. Uh, our our whole childhood.
0: Yeah. So so there's three of you. Are, are there more than three brothers? Because I know that there's you, Jonas, and Matthias. Yeah, we And you're the uh, oldest.
1: Yeah, I'm the oldest. Uh Jonas is uh, one year younger than me and Matthias uh, four years younger than me.
0: Yeah, and Jonas is still playing in Örebro?
1: Yes, he's still playing in Örebro. Um I think he got uh, two or three years left at, at this new uh, deal he signed uh, last season. So he's is uh, still going strong.
0: So was I got I have to ask was he always the goalie growing up
1: Yeah pretty much uh yeah uh he was uh, I think he um he he started um with the, he he fell in love with the gears and stuff like that in the when we were very young and uh, then he it uh, it, it goes on from there so he has always been the goalie well I,
0: I can i can empathize with that i we had a, a yofa glove and blocker and we kind of took turns and i had my helmet with a cage and uh took my winter coat and put a pillow on the inside of it and uh so i was the goalie sometimes in the backyard um on the snow we would always play with the with the tennis <laughs> ball yeah but you know we took turns so i'm sure that uh he got plenty of good shots from from his older brother
1: yeah yeah um, and we was uh we was um, a couple of friends uh, that uh, was always playing outside so uh, uh among uh, others uh, i was pre- i was pretty close with linus klassen uh, playing in gordon right now and uh, it- we were always together and uh, and playing. <laughs> Linus really like is playing the uh, the street hockey, so uh, it was a, a pretty much uh, street hockey all free time we had. And uh, Jonas got a pretty pretty decent uh, amount of practice from there, I think.
0: Yeah. So did you guys live in a neighborhood, kind of villa kind of? Yeah. Kinda- yeah. It's uh, we lived in Huddinge
1: and it's uh, it's it's a uh, like a country, it's not like downtown, right? It's uh, yeah. so uh, it was like a neighborhood with uh, houses and stuff. So,
0: yeah, so did you grow up where where you had uh, where you played? Was it um, were there traffic on the streets and you had to kind of oh, car coming, kind of stop playing and then get back and play
1: no, no we we had um we had our street but the the, the cars and the, the parking lots was uh, way way uh, far so it wasn't that uh, we didn't have to break
0: it up uh, and stuff like that so that
1: was a privilege
0: <laughs> yeah yeah what about uh let's talk about your dad a little bit was he what was was he a hockey player or was he involved
1: he was very, very involved and uh, in a good way. He 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 kind of never really played growing up. He was more into soccer and um, rowing. I think you call it rowing in English. Yep. yep. Uh, but uh, he got a co-worker that was asking him if uh, when, when I was like, I don't know four or five years and asked if i shouldn't get into hockey and we drove by the the rink one day and um, he signed me up and uh, i was hooked i guess Uh, and um, because he's a he was a firefighter so he had a lot of days off you know like like firefighter they work on yeah two days uh, then are off two days kind of stuff so uh, he was um he was with us a lot and then they asked him if he want to be like a coach and uh, he jumped on it and uh, then he became a equipment manager so uh, he was around and uh, a good support for like whole r3's um uh, childhood yeah being coached, me coach Jonas. Then he was uh, equipment manager for me and Jonas and uh, the junior teams in Huddinge. So we were at the rink all the time. So what about mom? <laughs> yeah, she she was uh, she was also around and uh, she made a lot of um, meals that we can get to the to the rink and uh, she drove us also and so uh we have a uh, we'd have a lovely support from our uh, from our parents so yeah can't thank them
0: enough and i try to do that all the time yeah now i can so, i remember the uh the days of uh limpa with uh with uh oh boy in a thermos yeah, yeah hot chocolate and and sandwiches uh yeah in between that, that- Yes, that
1: is amazing. That that is actually one of the th- funniest, heartwarming things I see when I'm out at the rings and I scout the 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 young young uh, uh, guys uh, like the fourteen and fifteen year fourteen fourteen years old and I I see them the parents and I can recognize what they're going through and remember what it was like when I was in that age. So that is actually one of the best times in a, in any hockey player's career. I
0: think. I agree. I agree. I mean, whether it's, I grew up in orienteering soccer. Uh, We played so many different sports and, and I think that was the universal thing. The family, uh, the, the 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 preparation the pack the packing of 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 yeah. your of your meals and uh it wasn't necessarily the most nutritious but dang it, it did it did it taste good when you when you had, <laughs> had it you know and, yeah yeah and even going I mean where I grew up outside Lexon we had we, you know we played a lot of games on the pond and we would go uh the other thing <laughs> sidetrack here but I remember, um uh, we were involved in in uh, cross country skiing and it was so cold and your feet were about to you couldn't they were numb and you went into the to the heated little hut and you had hot trips plus sports yeah drink yeah, yeah yeah uh probably taste awful today but back in those days yeah you, you couldn't or, or hot soft uh, lemonade that were yeah. uh, you know those little they're in the back of your your brain, forty years later that that you remember, and there's nothing but fond memories of those.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. I, I got a lot of similar memories, so uh, it was a it was a lovely time.
0: Yeah. So let's fast forward a little bit because if if I look at I I think that this whole and we've had several guests on from 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 uh uh Stockholm region from Saltis. and and, and uh, um, we had um uh, James Pearson or James reason recently on and Ludwig Guveterling who was in uh I'm haunting I think and, mm-hmm. and I just think that this how it's impressive how Stockholm region has produced so many good hockey players and and what makes it but hooding has always been I, I remember listening to to Shumme, you once on a lot when he's been talking about especially on on different podcasts about hooding it as an organization being a kind of a minor league organization for you Gordon yeah and and whether it's a, a true partnership that way or it's with other bigger clubs like ceitalia or Oiko or and so on um but but when you so your uh, your birth year eighty seven, so you're thirty six now. When you went to gymnasium, did they have a hockey gymnasium back then? Kind of. We
1: it was like in the upstart of things, so it okay. was uh, it wasn't like officially a hockey gymnasium, but we um, we got uh, all the boys in my class played hockey uh, and all the girls were track and field athletics girls so um, and we had um, Tommy Tomt legendary Swedish coach as our uh, PE uh, teacher yep. so, and we had uh, hockey on schedule two, two times a week so it was pretty much like a uh, hockey gymnasium, but it wasn't like official Swedish uh, standards, I guess you could yeah. say, but it was in the upstart. And I think they have uh, like a hockey gymnasium in Hudinger right now. So
0: Yeah. It's a little bit, diff- it's interesting. And I, I I like to talk to somebody from the hockey federation about the history of hockey gymnasiums. Um, and, 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 Back in those days, and who started? I think it was Lexan Mudo over 71 that started the hockey gymnasiums. Yeah. Uh, Nubben Andersson was um, uh, the guy in Lexan that, that started the hockey gymnasium, and and same thing there. He was our PE teacher. Him and Fisken Olsson.
1: yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And Bulle Bund was our um, uh, Roland Bund was our our um, woodworking. Um, Teacher, you know. So these guys were involved in there. But um, but it's interesting how that system kind of evolved into now the NIUs and the LIUs and and to me it's a it's a very important and a key to developing both the depth and the edge. Uh, of of uh of, of of hockey so if i'm pulling up first year j20 uh so you must have been you only played a couple of years so this was 0304 uh if i'm looking at your stat is in in elite prospects um so i see Jonas tomt was that uh, was he related to tommy
1: yeah the Jonas is uh, Thomas, uh son
0: yeah but, so that year, you was that first year gymnasium? Uh, yeah, I think so. You but only it had a couple of games. First, um, junior year. Uh, yeah. But I'm looking at this. Uh, so, Jonas Onelov? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's still playing, right? Yeah, he played in Lexington
1: last year. I don't think he has a contract for the upcoming year. I don't know. Uh, he's uh, getting old as well, so... Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's time to hang them up,
0: but um, he's still going. I think yep. so. Yeah, but I recognize him. Uh, who else? So, Linus Clausen, you mentioned him. Uh, is he still playing? Yeah. So yeah. he, is. yeah, uh,
1: he got a couple of years left in in his deal with the uh, Gordon. So
0: that's right, because he moved from Luleå. Yeah. And and uh, he played out in Europe too, didn't he? Uh, yeah,
1: in Switzerland. So.
0: Yeah. And uh uh yeah there's I mean certainly uh but it's interesting for you know kind of a small club like Huddinge it's not Djurgarden it's not IF Sjölefteå but it's it's a factory of talent. Yeah. It 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 uh, it always
1: have been that way. I don't, I think they are uh, unfortunately they are lacking a little bit uh, in the later years but uh, back then uh, and even before my time um the the 80 the 83 borns were really good a lot of good players uh, 84 85 were was really good um so but obviously the the 86 born 87 born and uh, 88 born not me included but uh, we had a lot of um, guys that made it to NHL and um, and SHL and and uh, elite hockey so uh, yeah it's um, it's a um, I think it depends on you know the, the culture and environment uh, in com- combination when you have all those things together uh, good things happened yeah good coaches uh, players that uh, inspire each other and um, compete with each other so then good things happened and uh, and obviously Jonas Linus uh, Dick Dick Axelsson yeah who uh, still play uh, those guys uh, made it to uh, to national teams and and uh, pro career so was
0: um so I had this conversation with with Urban Umar uh, about the situation in Mudo cuz he he grew up playing there and and coached there later on but you know we talked about Naslund and Forsberg and those guys and 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 how the the competition level was so strong so I can imagine what was it like so you grew up in Huddinge so you played in Huddinge as a kid and stayed there in all the way through juniors. Yes. How many of the guys then came in from the outside in, in juniors? Actually, uh, of the guys that made it, it was
1: only Jonas Aneröv. He, he came in, in um, juniors. But um, uh, the guys around my age that made it, obviously my brother Jonas uh, uh, he, he, he 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 he's born and raised holding hockey player uh, Linus and also Oscar and Victor Alstrom twins played in AIK in SHL uh, Dick Axelsson also from Huddinge um, from youth hockey up and um yeah, so uh, actually, it was uh, like all of them. It's just Jonas on the level, uh, among the guys from my age that uh, that came outside.
0: Yeah, and and what's the level of competition in practice? And I mean, how important was that, like pushing each other, or the 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 the? the I would imagine that it's a. Everybody knew that if you didn't push, if you didn't if you were laying out of practice or if you weren't working hard, someone else is going to take your spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, that is a a main factor, but to be honest with you, I don't think we thought about it that way, like elite competition at the time. We just, uh, we just played and have fun and there was a, a lot of um uh practices on our own long on the um, public skates uh yeah. Al- so yeah, yeah, like yeah. we call it in Sweden so uh, uh and that what that is the thing I I think um is is one of the the keys for those guys um that was a, a lot of playing around and have fun with the with the puck outside the organized practice
0: yeah all right well so so let's let's go to the next phase here which i think is super super current you know right as of today now we're in mid-may and a lot of it pops up for every team announcing uh and of course this is a lot from the agencies and the teams we just signed this player this person renewed and 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 signed a new contract for next season it's the silly season of building the teams but the ugly reality of playing and and, and i want to get your opinion and your reflection of this because you played at the j20 super elite which is now called j20 national top level yeah. of juniors in sweden and how tough is it for these guys and how tough was it for you when you're sitting there, you're playing on a good team and you hope, of course, that you're going to be uh, getting an SHL. Everybody wants to go to the NHL. You want to get an SHL contract or you may want to get drafted, but then it doesn't always happen. And today, a lot of these juniors are signing deals in the in the third level hockey etan division one and then there's a lot of them that are contemplating hey i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the us canada and play another year of juniors instead of playing uh with in in the all log in the in the in in 18. so what do you re- remember from that time i mean you played so if i'm looking at yours you you played the last uh the last season in uh you you played both super elite and allsvenskan
1: yes yeah it um it was a pretty pretty tough time mentally at uh, that time because uh in my own head uh, i thought i was pretty good uh and i was pretty good as a youth hockey player and I was still I was not decent uh, in juniors and uh, you play playing Yisugi Super Elite and you go to all these fancy arenas around Sweden play yep. so you kind of think you are a little bit better than you actually is <laughs> I think at least it was for me and um the to get a spot in uh, in the in the pro team or or the men's team there it's it's so hard because it um in reality the teams are all they are full with the, with the players so you got like one shot to make it uh, actually and um and we were like five six seven guys that come from the junior teams and uh, competing for one spot so it's it's really hard and and uh, when you not make it you you have to be um, i don't know the english word like um, in swedish yeah humble yeah humble of course you you gotta be humble because it's the same thing in in uh, hockey and they are all full with uh, grown men that are are playing and they have their own junior teams and junior plates that's coming up the same way it was for me so uh, it's really hard to find your your spot in in the in the men's in the senior hockey i think because if if you don't get the opportunity with your home club it's uh, it's hard to to get the, the the new opportunity in out in another club because they have their own junior players coming up and yeah. and it's the same situation in every club and
0: what's the big difference you think or what's the is it more the physical aspect or is it the mental aspect that is the 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 big difference uh or the challenge that that you have as a junior when you're coming up even even it, even when you're looking at it at the last year of juniors uh, yeah for
1: me and i think it's um the the mental aspect of it because in juniors even if it's like about winning and winning games and stuff it's a whole nother thing in the in, in the pro team and the, in the men's team because that is all about winning and uh, not as much as uh, on development like it is in in juniors so I, I think that is the the coach got to put the best players on the ice it doesn't matter if you are young or or uh, or older he 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 gotta put the best team on the ice and and not worry too much about um, the
0: development of the guys but but at the same time though and if we're looking at your background and your career you had so you had the shot meaning you had the opportunity to play and took that opportunity and played in, 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 in Hockey Allsvenskan. I mean, it's the second level. Uh, I would argue today Allsvenskan in Sweden is, I mean, it's never been better. I mean, no, the teams no. that are in Hockey Allsvenskan are big-budget teams. There's no longer a, a small-budget team. They're pros and and i'm sure at the time you had the the dream of playing in the nhl but but it wasn't like you didn't have and a lot of the guys that are in your role the system allows you to have the shot and be able to practice and play at that at all levels you can play down you can play up and then you can also have the ability and i think in your case here you then have the ability to go and play and have a bigger role in Division 1, which is Hockey which is still a really, really good league. Um, And so talk about that for a little bit.
1: Yeah, for me, (laughs) I think the biggest challenge for me was mentally. Uh, I I wanted all... I want to succeed so bad and so fast so I I should have been a little bit a little bit more patient and relaxed and just played out. I think I would have done better, but it's hard at the time. You you wanna you wanna you wanna have it all all at the, uh, at the right away and um, I should be a little bit more patient. Maybe go to. A, a Division One club earlier and and kind of grow into the senior hockey a little bit better. Uh, I think I was rushed into um, to the to the men's hockey too fast. If I look back on it right now, and even if I if I took the step to Division One one year earlier, I, I maybe should have been better but again i thought i was too good for <laughs> division one at the time because i was playing in a in a in an elite premium junior club and uh hockey Etan was uh, in my eyes at the time it was like um uh, beer league but what uh, am i
0: what, what am i doing here i'm wasting my yeah. time
1: yeah, exactly. I should go to Hockey Svenskan right away from from juniors and kind of have a big role. But uh, obviously, that uh, that is too hard. Uh, obviously, uh, a few players can do it, but uh, I wasn't that good. So uh, I have been should have been better if I uh, took the step to and a few years earlier and kind of grew into the to the senior game yeah so uh
0: let, let's move forward to kind of cuz i think that this is a pivotal time too mentally so you played a few years in division 1 you ended up in fallon uh, that i'm very familiar with uh and and played there uh several times several years while you're in university Yes. So, here's the the the, the, the it, it's a little bit strange from grow. You know, I've been in the U.S. in the last 25 years, and everybody here in the U.S. their goal is to pl- is to go to college. When you get, when you're in high school, if you're an athlete in basketball, football, baseball, or hockey, it's all about I want to go to college. I want to get a college education it seems in sweden i've been gone a long time now but but it's not as common for people in general to uh, it, a lot of a lot of kids seem content to get a high school education or gymnasiet and and not necessarily get a university degree yeah it's
1: um I think it's uh, pretty much spot on as you describe. Uh, I think it's unfortunate because I really like the American way uh, that you can combine the, the high education and and the high level of hockey training. Yeah, um, that is not the same in Sweden, and um, it wasn't really for me either uh, when I applied to. Um, to university in Dalarna I was kind of behind my pro ambitions yeah. I I was more into I want to work in sports and that's yeah. uh, what I want to do and that's why I applied to sport management in 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 uh, in Falun and and also, I was playing at the time, and I could play in in, in like in a lower level, and that was good. So, um, but uh, I would I would really like if we can get in Sweden someday that you you could combine the education and and um, your uh, interest in sports in a better way, but. Uh, yeah. It's pretty hard because you have to kind of uh, change the whole system in in Sweden. So it, it's a whole different kind of setup in in Europe and Sweden that what it is in USA. So it, it's a hard it's a hard uh, question to
0: yeah. But but I do think that and I I had this conversation with Oskar Alsenfeld about you know in the, on the women's side. Because you have this big gap between women's or girls junior and the SDHL, and how the university system in both U.S. primarily U.S. but also in Canada with U Sports is a good development spot, and then go get your degree, and then come back, and now you are more ready to to play in the SDHL. I think on the men's side. I do think that there is an opportunity, and and I just – I don't think – here's my reflection of I don't think that there's enough discussions at the young – there's not a lot of preparation for the kids to go play college hockey as a positive step. I I don't think that the Swedish Hockey Federation likes players to go to the U.S. and play in the collegiate system, but then be able to come back and play – and then go back and play SHL, when you're done after college with a degree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Instead of of trying to to, to change the system in Sweden of trying to build it, which may be admirable and maybe something that should be done and trying to build the same system in Sweden, the system's already here in the US. Encourage more players and make it more available for players to go after J-20 and then take the route of, of, of I, I think Dubuque Saints is a great, uh Kalele over in Dubuque who's the general manager, funnels in players from J-20 super elite or national, play a year in Dubuque in the USHL or in the North American Hockey League, and then go get four years of college. And then you have the pro route, but you also have the, the next level you may not go and play nhl or ahl but man you got a four-year degree and now you can come back and you know continue to play Uh,
1: yeah i think that is a a great way it should be i I think it should be promoted better in sweden that you could go to juniors in in usa uh, or canada and then go to college Uh, i think uh, you know as you mentioned, Kalle is doing a, a phenomenal work in Dubuque. and that should be promoted as a as a way to succeed better uh, in a better way. Because you get four extra years of development if you go to college, and you don't get rushed into the to the pro hockey right away. You get four extra years to to practice and develop, and uh, four extra years to be in the gym and work on your weaknesses and all that kind of stuff. So I think that should be promoted in a better way in Sweden. But yeah, so um, I think, as you said, we it's uh, we got a few strong people in Sweden that are kind of think that the Swedish way is the best way and you should be staying in Sweden and and, uh, and get to play in the national team and the uh, world championships before you go over to USA. But uh, everyone's different and everyone should need to, to take their own path to the whatever their future is going to be.
0: So yeah so so let me let me ask you so your time in 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 fallen um for those who don't know i mean fallen's a great great um medium-sized city with lots of winter sports great facilities uh the pace is pretty pretty slow but lots of things to do but what what do you reflect from your time in fallen
1: Uh, I loved my time in Fallen. Uh, I have my three best years uh, actually in, in my life when I was studying there. Uh, met phenomenal people that were great, great friends, and we had a lot of fun uh, in school and uh, off the ice as well. So, I um, uh, I I uh, I don't have any bad things to say to say about fallen the the people I met there they were friendly and uh, in a in a ho- whole other way and from what I was used to in Stockholm it's uh, it was more um I don't know what to going to call it like a familiar uh, feeling around everyone so everyone was welcome and we uh, we had a great time there so uh, i would have loved to stay but it uh, it wasn't any work opportunities at the time there so
0: yeah and then you get it. so you left there got into coaching a little bit went yeah. back to yeah i
1: uh, i i got back i actually i coached um some youth hockey for a period of time that's not on the elite prospects nope. and um uh, I did that for a couple of years and then I coached in uh, in Huddinge um obviously I had a connection and and a roots back there so I did that and um but uh, at that level it takes a lot of time and the uh, you gotta have a full time job on the side, so it, it's. Uh, and I was more into like I wanna do scouting and uh, want to work, in management and try to build, build uh, find new players to a club and 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 all that kind of stuff. So. I um, I I tried to focus more into into what I want to do and I sent out an email to pretty much uh, every SHL club in the in the in in Sweden and I <laughs> I only got a response from um, from kind of two or three clubs and and Frölunda was one of them so uh, I got the opportunity to 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 work with Frölunda and um no, it's kind of started from there.
0: Uh, so, but but your role there is is to be this at the time you were the scout for the Stockholm region for for Frölunda.
1: Yes, uh, yes, exactly. That was my role, and I should scout for the hockey gymnasium. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> Corona hit uh, hit the world, and uh, all kind of all youth hockey was passed, and uh, it wasn't really much youth hockey to watch uh, and then um, Björn Liljander uh, assistant GM at um, in Frölunda at the time asked me if I want to scout uh, in hockey all svenskan for the pro team in Frölunda and obviously I want to do that so uh, uh, my time in Frölunda was more like into pro scouting, you call it in um, in US and, and North America. So uh, I was I was scouting hockey in and SHL for Frölunda for two two years, I think. Yeah. So uh, and um, so uh, yeah, that was <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I didn't have any. So much to to do with the uh, with um, uh, the the junior players in in Frölunda because of Corona and and all the stuff like that. So
0: yeah, and now new role since I just announced, I think last week or something. <laughs> uh, but making the leap down to the southernmost tip of Sweden with Malmö Redhawks. Yeah. Uh, Tell us Bjorn about Bjorn But excuse yeah. me. Yeah, say, talk about that role now. Is that going to be for for the for the men's team or is that going to be for all all levels? All levels. Uh, so it's
1: my second season now in Malmö um and and Björn was um is the Björn is the 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 general manager in Malmö and he he asked if I want to join him in Malmö uh when he when he moved on and obviously i i wanna i wanted to do that so uh, we are in in uh, our second year right now Uh, and my role is to to scout the players in the stockholm region for um for the hockey gymnasium, the junior clubs, uh, and the and the pro team, so um, uh, it's it's a whole lot of players, and I I'm more involved now with both the the pro team and the and the recruits we do there, and uh, and more involved now in uh, the juniors and and the intakes to hockey gymnasium so that is uh, very very fun and, yeah. and it's something i really have a passion about
0: so i love it <laughs> yeah so so what is a, i i think that's a fascinating and as, and especially for people that are listening let, let's spend some time there and, and and wrap it up after that but so let's talk about the the hockey gymnasium so they're already set for the the incoming uh is that the 07s are coming in yeah 07 is set
1: we are done there so that's that feels pretty good and we yeah. uh, we got a pretty good intake so
0: and 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 the 06 is you're allowed to talk to the 06s now right
1: yeah we are allowed to talk to them uh uh when they are uh, when they are able to
0: to i'm sorry the 08s the 08s i'm sorry the the next year that so are you allowed to talk to the 08s yet
1: no no we're not allowed to talk
0: to them okay so but so i think that's an interesting but everybody knows because of the tv puck tournament and and who are the team who are the players for each district and region so how much are you paying attention to that uh
1: i'm i'm paying attention to it uh Pretty much, but uh, that is all like scouting and watching, watching the games and and see and make your lists uh, which players are good and stuff like that. But um, then they the players apply themselves. So you gotta know uh, if a player apply player applies to the gymnasium. You gotta know if he's good uh, or how he's is on the ice so that is really important and and we and I play pay a lot of attention to to the kind of all day uh, games they are playing in their home system, uh, home series and stuff like that so so,
0: so uh, you know I would imagine that if you got somebody that is so a kid that is an 08 they can apply for a hockey gymnasium for next year now no not
1: now I, I think they can apply in november okay. or something like that so
0: this it, but, every, but everybody's positioning themselves right now to be hey we want you to we want you to apply yeah. here if you're the best player you know don't go to yeah. a, come here yeah you, you, you
1: by the rules you don't <laughs> supposed to do that but uh, some teams are cheating a little bit i think and uh, uh, but um, well we there's there, by the rules in in malmö so
0: yeah and i think that there's 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 some teams that are recruiting people to come at the u16 level yes right? yes and and not necessarily to come to hockey gymnasium but they have spots available on the u16 and they they usher p- kids in at the at the at the U16, and then they're coming in to the hockey gymnasium. Yes, uh, yes. And and there's there's rules that you have to follow within that, but um, but what are the, uh, I mean, down in the south, you have Rögle, you have Malme, you have HV71, Who am I missing down there? Växjö?
1: Växjö. Are those the five,
0: five big ones that you're competing with in the hockey gymnasium?
1: Yeah, Finland as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Paris start also it's kind yeah. of, and lean shopping, but now we're getting into the middle of Sweden. But um, it's a competition, and uh, everyone wants to wants the best players, and uh, like so, it, it's hard, but. Uh, i think we, uh, we 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 got a pretty good setup in Malmö, so we should be uh, should be strong
0: in the in the upcoming years i think yeah so how does it work then from uh, the other part that i think is interesting is this junior of course that's the 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 the, the guys coming in the j18 the first year j18 but especially now um in in the junior the j20 the guy that is in his last year of gymnasium so the o4s this year is no the o4s have already finished and graduated no o3s o3s well the o3s are moving up to to they're aging out but i think from a school perspective Oh, they yes. may have graduated from uh from school if you're an 04, but you have an extra year of hockey. Yes. Yeah. And and there's a lot of them that may move around. They they let's say the Malme kid, they played they they played two years or three three years within the organization and, and been in the hockey gymnasium, but now I'm done with school and I can stay and play J20 National, but I'm also got the opportunity to go back home to Gordon or Oiko or now Faria Stahl wants me they're the top team or you know cream of the crop Lexand of course <laughs> Lexand come calling because you know they lost Liam Bishop up to the SHL and now we have a defensive spot and we really like it right so yeah. because you're done with school is there's a lot of movement that happens at that last year J20
1: yeah Yes, it is, uh, and and the last year in G twenty, I think, is a is an important role because you you kind of supposed to be like a leader on on the team and and set standards and and you know like uh, been around and routine yeah <laughs> and stuff like that. So um, that is a really important. Uh, role for the O4 uh, like next season because they they've been around junior hockey for 3 years and they they know the ins and outs of, of how things works and those guys have a really important role to to fill in in our club so
0: so if we're talking about the junior team which the J20 team in 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 Malmö Redhawks J20 National you know are you guys losing anybody that is or do you where are you in the in the time right now are you signing everybody uh now are you full are you done or or, or do you have some that maybe are you know moving on uh
1: i think we pretty much are done we are set uh both j20 and j18 uh, it could be some players some player plus minors uh, coming in but uh, i think we're pretty much uh, done and we are we are getting um, a few new players uh, that i think will fit in very well and and um, will will be good players for us so it's um, pretty much all set right now yeah for next season
0: and and how does that? Did you guys lose anybody in that last year that went to other other clubs?
1: Yeah, but uh, I think it was kind of mutual. Yeah. Uh, thing that the, the player wanted to leave, and maybe it was the right time to try
0: something new. So yeah. So how does it work from your standpoint in terms of recruiting you're going to know that that happens perhaps they didn't get as much play in time perhaps they got a they were, they got so much success that they got pu- pulled up to a Ovremenian contract or SHL uh and and you're losing them that way but now you have spots you know them you know during the year that you got spots to to fill yes. in Malmö you're going to try to find other J twenty national o fours primarily for that position yeah. that may be movable.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because me, Bjorn Liljander, Sarah Sisek, and Tobias Backstrom, the 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 junior GM, we have a daily dialogue throughout the season, and we have been talking about that next year. We we gotta. Add some good players o force to to our club, so we have a daily communications about players and uh, who are good in, but maybe not getting enough opportunities in other clubs. And I have been out scouting the J eighteen and J twenty leagues through the whole season, and I have been out scouting. Sara and Tobias have seen a lot of players, and obviously Björn as well. So we have communications about players we think are good and maybe not getting the best opportunity in the current current team. And and now we are bringing them into to Malmo. So what what do
0: you do? You then also look at the J twenty region teams. Yes, I do. Yeah,
1: but um, uh, it most uh, the J G- twenty national and G- J eighteen national. Uh, yeah. But uh, I have been watching the regional
0: games as well. Yeah, so and and I I guess now it's the time where it kind of shake itself out and 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 you have the feeder clubs in your areas that are. Um, you know out there we had uh, Shinanda from uh Ulof Strum, as an example small club but you know those guys that have the opportunity to go from a small club to a big club yes because the way i see it is you have the big clubs you have the medium and then you have the third and fourth levels within juniors even though they yeah. play in the same the same division they're different in sizes and 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 kind of reputation so to speak
1: yeah of course and and it, and that goes back to what i was kind of talking about before uh with my own experience I, uh, not the, uh, uh, every situation is unique and you are, you kind of get a good education in a smaller club uh and then get the opportunity to join a big club and um so uh, you can find good players any anywhere. So yeah.
0: No, I think it's a and and to me that's the what I see is the is a is a successful structure in Sweden is there's a place for everybody. Uh, yeah. The challenge is not every player uh it, are, are are ready to uh, to um to uh, embrace going where they're going everybody always thinks linear and they want i'm going here to here to here to here and sometimes they may see a a step of of um a lateral they see it as a lateral step or even a a step down to even though it may be that they're getting the responsibility and the and 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 the development uh you may be you may be better off on a bad team "Quote unquote bad team that you get a better role exactly. with more responsibility than trying to trying to ride the pine uh, and not getting any playing time, so on." What what's your thoughts on that? Uh,
1: you you spot on. It's it's exactly that. It's uh, if you want to play hockey and and do it for a long time, it's a journey, and uh, as you said, it, it's not linear, and uh, you. You, you just just gotta I think you just gotta play much a lot and uh, and have fun with it. uh so, and if it's if it's meant to be it's meant to be you kind of end up where you're supposed to be so I think you just relax and and, and play play as much hockey as possible yeah that is that is the, the key. You uh, don't have to be like in in a big club or a, a fancy facilities and stuff like that just like the important thing is to get opportunities uh, and be on the ice uh both in practice and in
0: game situations that is the the key i think so uh, yeah and i i i look at you know the j20 player that and especially you take these second second um level organizations where you have the ability even go down and play some j18 or or or, and then you're you're a j20 player you play a couple of games in j18 uh you may get your confidence back and then you get to practice maybe you're in a in a division one or division two organization and you're practicing with the men you may not even get any game time but but you're playing your regular games in J20, you're practicing with it, with the adult team and here you go, you get thrown in and you get to dress and, and 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 play in those games and all of a sudden maybe you get some success in there and and yeah. it, it's not always, you know, got to play Olsvenskan or SHL. I mean I mean those guys that is so so tough.
1: Hey, yeah, exactly. That was uh, kind of what we were starting the yeah. the conversation with. You gotta be humble, and you don't like, you don't have to, to 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 be on the best squad right away. Uh, just, uh, I think that the most important thing is to get it, get the reps in and and play play as much hockey as possible. Yeah and be humble about it uh, you don't you're never too good for any level uh, i think so yeah. you, if you are good at ho- if you are good the right people will find you and see you no matter what so uh...
0: No, i think that's great that's great what's uh, so uh, you kind of alluded to it but but if you met yourself your 17 year old uh uh player yourself yeah. uh again what would you tell yourself that you you wish you would have known back then relax a little bit more
1: uh and don't stress too much about what what uh what people are thinking about you just uh, just relax have fun and play hockey. <laughs> I would tell myself, I think, uh, because uh, as I mentioned, uh, the best uh, and be humbled. Um, the best, um, the best um, advice I can give is to just relax and uh, have fun and play the game, and good things will
0: happen. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, great advice. Great advice. All right, we're going to be looking at uh, Malma Redhawks this fall, of course, because the team is in the in the SHL. Uh you have an automatic spot in J20, but you've also as an organization held your own in that level. Um uh, yeah. and uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh yes. and and maybe there's a neck there's a a new uh superstar growing uh growing uh in, in the ranks there for sure.
1: Yes, I hope so. I think so as well. So,
0: uh, you can take credit for I remember him when he was 15, and we began, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, maybe. Um, Sarah and and uh, and Bjorn and Tobias are uh, really good coaches and, and mentors for the guys down there, so they um, they should get a lot of credit as well. Well,
0: the, the, the new goal should be I want to be mentioned in the draft on the draft, uh. Speech from the guy that that gets up and and uh, holds the jersey <laughs> up and says, "I really want to thank Tommy Enroth for for yeah <laughs> giving me the shot. And hadn't that not happened, I would not be here today. Maybe that'll happen.
1: Yeah, maybe. Let's hope so. <laughs>
0: yeah." thanks for coming on and thanks for spending some time and and i thought it was really educational uh especially about the university systems and and how that how that comes about and and your experience so thanks for jumping on thank you so much it was my pleasure